Ah, you're listening to the Motor City Juke Giant. It is Thursday, September 28th, right here in Farmington Hills in New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose, and I have a a wonderful show for you. Hopefully. Well, no, of course it's wonderful. I don't do crap. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I don't do crap. Anyway, Jeff from... Rebel Spies will be calling in a little bit later. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Good night. No, I'm kidding. So, just to start off here, you guys, any of you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yes. Yes? Yeah? Yeah, all, all of you? Okay. So, there's this thing that's coming uh, I to uh, Little Caesars Arena. And uh, it is going to be um, October 9th, Tuesday, October 9th of uh, oh, 2018, though. Hmm. They're going to do a Game of Thrones Live. Really? Game of Thrones Live, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Intriguing. Westeros in Detroit. Is, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Would you, uh, is that something you guys would do? Would you go to that? Would you pay? I don't. It, uh, the, I have the prices in front of me, and it's the, the prices are, are like thirty nine fifty, fifty nine fifty, seventy nine fifty, and ninety nine fifty. Uh, I don't know. Is it is it Game of Thrones on ice? Oh, d- damn! What, what just it, it should be just called? Uh, hey, uh, North of the Wall is going to be uh, Detroit. <laughs> Yeah, is that the case? Or Winter is... is here. Um, no, I de- it, You know, it doesn't really um, say. No, it doesn't look like it's on ice. It is just like there's a um, an orchestra, you know, doing the score. It's a live concert with a big screen with stuff going on on the screen. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty um, much it. In a choir. I might be into that. I don't know. And footage from the from the series. Yeah, might be a little something to get us pumped up. Yeah, because I, I, I'm 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 assuming that they're still sticking with the we're going to have to wait to 2019. I think so. Oh, it's seeming that way. Yeah. Yeah, you thought theming. Um. Anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I did. I'll yeah. admit it. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm such an asshole. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. Uh, wait, do you watch it yourself? Or oh, no? I do. Okay. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So it, it, here's here's um in- interesting story. So I was talking to my stepdad like a couple weeks ago, and uh, he asked me about Game of Thrones. And I didn't know he was really that into it, into it. Okay. You know, because um, he was never like really into watching television shows until he retired. Now he's watched... So he he said, "Now this last episode, this was like right after the um, like a week after the uh, the season finale." He's like, "Was that the last episode?" Because if that's the last episode, that is the worst ending ever. He said, "There's no answers. I want to, you know, it's like <laughs> think of all these questions. Like, why is it? Like, why? Right. Like, no, there's another one." Yeah, yeah. that would be really disappointing. Oh, it would be that. disappointing. Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess we're going to have to wait, um, what, till 2019. Yeah. It's going to be a long, long then, time. Say, like, I can, like, is there backstage passes and you can meet people at this thing? Or well, I don't think there's anybody that's on the show. Oh, cause that would, would be I would awesome. I would pay $100 bucks to go meet Amelia Clark in a second. Oh, in a second. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, she goes to Comic Con though sometimes. Yeah, I guess like like she that that's a wig she wears on the show. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. And that she's just for this last season, she's gonna actually, you know, bleach her hair blonde and not wear a wig. So okay, yeah, it'll be it'll be new. It'll be a new thing. Yeah, more authentic. I guess. I don't sure. Know. I mean, come on, she rides a dragon. I know. Oh. Oh God! Okay, let's not let's not take our sh- this our situation here. This show, let's not take it down that road. Okay. Yeah, Fair I enough. mean we can. 
that that that's that's for the that's for the back half of the show. Okay. When it when when we fully go off the rails, yeah. Let's not go off the rails before the guest. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Wrangle it in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so there's some events going on uh, coming up. Like tomorrow, Rebel Spies is, are having their. Uh, and I and I do believe that's a Star Wars reference. It fucking better be a Star Wars reference. Uh, what, did you guys just hear that? Yeah, guys taking out the trash. Oh, okay. I was like, man, that's thunder. No. All right, so uh, they're they're releasing their new album called or, or their de- their debut album, Rise, and it's, it's it's apparently finished and fully operational, and it will display its destructive power. Tomorrow at this at Sanctuary, which is on uh, East Outer Drive in Detroit. So it's an all ages show. Eight bucks are, uh, is the cover. Break anchor, uh, break anchor. Bloody lips. The wretched sights will be opening. So it'll be uh, it'll it'll be a good show. I was able to listen to some of it, uh, and I like it. I like it a lot, and I'll be playing some of it. I like later. it a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, also, on Tuesday, uh, no, I'm sorry, not Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Wayne Hancock, who, uh, I man, I've been going to see Wayne for years, uh, will be at the Loving Touch in Ferndale with, uh, with two different former guests of this show, Cass O'Reilly and uh, Robert Lewis. That will be fun. Now, Wayne Hancock will play, I, 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 I've, I've. He he will play like four hours straight if you let him. Nice. You have to actually tell him stop. But he's a great guy. He's, he and, and he non not like just tours nonstop. And both you know, Cash O'Reilly is a, is a, a talented musician, and so and Robert Lewis is the is probably one of the the best singer songwriters in Metro Detroit, and doesn't get any of the uh, recognition until apparently until now. Good now, enough. Yes, good enough. Now, on um, on the 8th, uh, yeah, because that's uh, Wayne, Han- Wayne Hancock, that's Wednesday the 4th. On the 8th, that's an, uh, that's uh, October 8th, it's a Sunday. Tim Berry, uh, I believe he was in a band called Avail, and uh, the band called uh, Gallows Bound, who we've interviewed on the show here, will be at Smalls and Hamtramck. Now, I do believe we'll be doing a phone interview with Tim Barry, and uh, I don't know if it's going to be... I th- well, I'm assuming it'll be the Thursday before. So there's that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. If... Um, yeah, I, I still have tickets to give away for that one. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, fancy. Courtesy of Black Irish Booking, Ramona, who's been on the show. Ramona is a just a delight. She's wonderful. I uh, and has been so great and supportive of the show. You know, constantly giving us stuff to to give away, and it's it's pretty cool. I like it. Anyway, yeah. Call in and win those tickets that we got. Yeah, that's 844-999-9249. It's 844-929-9249. No, 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 no. Not 929. 999. Yeah. 999-9249. There you go, bud. 999. I feel like, you know, I'm speaking German. I'm just telling everybody no. 999. Uh, a, a triple barrage of no's. No's. That's a no, no, no. <laughs> That's my no, no, no list. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, all right, so you, you guys don't watch uh, Parks and Recreation, right? I do not. You do not? No. No? Sure. no? You haven't? Jake, no, you never watch it? You watch Parks no, and Rec? No, sir. Do you, do you watch Parks oh, and Rec? Oh, it's South Park. No, God, you guys are awful. Yeah, n- neither does Leonard. Okay, well then that that joke's lost. Never mind. Sorry, bud. You guys, bastards. Hey Ben, you know what's tonight? This show. What's tonight? You know, you know it's like at eight thirty tonight. What is that? The kickoff between Green Bay and Chicago. It's gonna be a great game. Okay. All right. Here we're, we're gonna let, let's. I know I try to keep politics out of the show. All right. This is just. All right, so I'm going to say this, and it's about football. Do you guys even give a shit if anybody stands for the Pledge of Allegiance? I do. Do you really? Okay, here's my thing. Um, 
I support the fact that they're protesting. Yeah. Because, like it or not, in America, it is your your right to be able to do a protest. And it was actually pointed out to me very well. I found a video on Facebook that um, I believe the gentleman's name was Dale Hansen. Um, a buddy of mine shared his video, and he said that, you know, if you think that's disrespecting the flag, which at first I did because going to so many games I've gone to, whenever the national anthem plays, if you're wearing a hat, take it off, you stand, put your hand over your heart to show, Mm -hmm. you know, unity for your country, um, Mm -hmm. which I will still do that. That's, that's how I will do it. But at the same time, I've come to find that you can't, it's such a touchy situation, but it is. I I feel as though if it is their natural-born American right to protest, even though it's uncomfortable, which most protests are, yeah, um, then they have the right to do it, you know. Right. Um, and with that being said, uh, you know, people might argue that there might be a a better platform for it. You know, there may or may not. Who knows? Right. Um, but they feel very strongly about it, and it's it seems to be working as far as, you know, how many have actually um, participated in doing so. Right. Uh, so I, I do just have one thing to add, Drew. The only thing that I don't like is that I understand where you're coming from the protest. I'll respect that. The thing that I did not like at all is won the Seattle game against Tennessee, both both teams stayed in their locker room. Like they didn't even come oh, absolutely. Out, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely, yeah. Because and yeah. come February, our nation stands up against the world in the Olympics. And I swear, like, I don't think we're going to have people sitting down as they receive a gold, gold medal and our national anthem song goes up and our flag goes up. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? sit at that podium... You're talking about the Olympics, right? Yeah. Well, the Olympics is is, is something I, I think that might be different because you are re- uh, represent. You have those athletes are representing our country. Now, when it comes to a football game, it it you it's it's really not, in my opinion, not representing the country. You're just you know. Yeah, but like when like we have four games that go international this year. Couple well, that couple couple games go in London. And, like, this past weekend we had one game in London, and it was between Jacksonville and Baltimore, I want to say. Yeah. And there's a few people that sat down, which I think, I mean, do I understand the protest? Yeah. But, I mean, you're in another nation representing our United mm-hmm. States of America and our sport. Right. I just, there's things that I just, I personally think it's a problem. Absolutely. And... and no, go ahead, bud. Go ahead. Um, with the Olympics and stuff like that, I understand where you're coming from, Ben. Mm-hmm. But I saw some posts that some MLB teams, like some baseball teams, were sitting down. And, I mean, it's working around other sports where, I mean, football is America's sport. But really, honestly, if you go back in history, baseball is America's sport. And so, I mean, it bugs me that, I don't know, other sports are doing as well, so and I just think like if athletes are gonna do it come Olympics, our country literally is gonna look like a piece of crap. I'm sorry. Well, I think that it'll be different when it comes to uh the Olympics, to be honest. I think it's a little bit different. So Yeah, all all I was saying is that, you know, who am I to tell someone they're wrong? I personally, like I said, I will always stand hold my hand over my heart and, you know, represent my country in the way that I see fit for a football game or what have you and, you know, stand for the national anthem. But at the same time, who am I to say that, um, you know, a player kneels? It's not really my – it's not my platform to decide for them. Right. And so I I understand it. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with it 100%, but 
you know, I, yeah. like I said, it's it's a strange situation. It's so brand new. I think a lot of people are just not really sure what to think. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people don't understand that the that you um, if you that you don't you are not required to do that. There is you are not. It is not a law. True. That you you are not. Um, you cannot get in trouble for for it and for not standing for the national anthem. And to be honest, you are covered under the First Amendment. You, uh, not, you know, people assume that the First Amendment is just freedom of speech. It's, it's so far beyond that. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of protest. But here's the thing. When you say you have a freedom of speech and you have a freedom of religion and freedom of protest, it also gives everybody else the freedom to, uh, to protest your views of, of you know that you you have the freedom to express so right. you know if people say well i'm you know i i have i have a uh, first amendment you know gives me freedom of speech i can say whatever i want why you know getting mad at people protesting them well that that is true but first amendment also gives them the right to to, to think you're an asshole and protest you true so that's you know, and I've 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 seen a lot of a lot of back and forth, a lot of stuff on Facebook in the last couple of days, and here here this is this is what what um, I, I what I see a lot is uh, people saying, well, you can no you know there isn't anybody that can go there and protest at work and not get fired. And it's feeling that these these athletes should get fired, but here here's the thing. This is my my response is, I can. Yeah, I can protest. I can say I don't agree with it, and I can say it, and people are going to just go, oh, okay, Ben, whatever, or call me an asshole, or they'll you know say, okay, I agree with you. Why why do I get to do that? Well, it's because I have a microphone, and that's part of my job. <laughs> anyway. <Right. laughs> Uh, before we go to a break, <laughs> something that I actually, all right, well, two things. One, I'm going to start with, a, with, with, I'm start with something sad and I'm going to, I'm going to close it out, uh, with something good. So, you know, Hugh Hafner passed away. Yes. At age of 91. True. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. So... This guy built himself an empire. You know, I'm, I, I can say it's probably probably somebody that died very happy. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now here's here's a good thing. This is actually something that, uh, <laughs> man, let me tell you. So you guys know about this about what a you know the driver responsibility fees, right? You know, say, that, say that again. The driver responsibility fee. I have not heard this. Okay, no. th- this is something. It's been it's it's, it's something that was in a, uh, started uh, quite a quite a few years ago, probably over ten. Uh, I think it was actually in, Gra- in uh, Jennifer Granholm's first term as governor of Michigan, and basically it was you were being fined. More money if you got it got tickets like like something you know decent. It was causing people to lose their driver's license, and until they paid this money, and, and, and the you know these char- these fees range anywhere from a hundred to two thousand dollars. Whoa! And it's build and it would build in you know build up, and basically people couldn't pay this debt. Now, you all you guys also pay your car insurance, right? Correct. Okay. And you know the, the car insurance is fucking ridiculously expensive. Yes, right? it is. Well, there's these new bills, reform bills for uh, for car insurance that have been introduced into the Michigan House of Representatives today. And that mean, and, and what that means is there will be lower insurance prices awesome. and an end to driver responsibility fees, hopefully wiping out those fees for those people that are stuck having to deal with them still still having to pay you know because you know there are so many people in Michigan i mean there's so many people in metro detroit that are driving around without a license because they cannot afford to pay these fees right. there are people that they, they can't get they like this has affected people being able to get jobs yeah yeah so i can see that yes so i'm i am looking forward to seeing that, so a lot of people will will 
when will this issue occur? Uh, it it does it doesn't say. It, it was just entered. Uh, the bill was introduced today in the Michigan House of Representatives. So, oh, all right. yeah, call call your uh, call your congressman, call your senator. Your your yeah. <laughs> Come on, man! You guys gotta get gotta get active. So anyway, right? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that yeah, that was a uh, that that was a misfire. As you slowly sip your beverage. <laughs> it's a good coffee. Good. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So, no, no, there's not. Anyway, so we're going to go to a break. And I'm going to be I'm going to play a song off this new Rebel Spies album that's coming out tomorrow. And you can get it, I believe, on both CD and vinyl? Well, we'll talk to Jeff in a little bit and we'll find out exactly the details. But right now, here's Not Dead, Not Yet by Rebel Spies right here on New Radio Media's Motor City Juke Joint. I said that backwards, so it's Motor City Juke Joint on New Radio Media. Either way, you're listening to it right now.
Oh, yes. You are listening to the Motor City Jew Drain right here on the new radio media all the way up in uh, the Farmington Hills. I am Ben Rose. Yeah, that was Coffin Cats with, well, actually, it's Gutter Ghouls with, the, with Vic from the Coffin Cats. So it's a duet. There you go. My, my original statement is still true. It is still true. It is still true. Yeah. We'll Holds up. That. Yep. And uh, we should have uh, Jeff from the band Rebel Spies calling in just a moment. So. Uh, I see Jake on the phone. I, I do see Jake on the phone. Did he get a phone call? He got a phone call. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Jeff. That's me. Hi, Jeff. You're on with Ben on Where Did You Join. How are you doing? Good, how are you doing? Doing well. So you have an album released tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right now. It's called our, uh, our first full length with this band. So That's excellent. So Rebel Spies, that, you're, 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 I'm, first of all, I'm assuming that's a, a Star Wars reference. At least I'm hoping. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, where we went. Yeah, they let me have my way, and I got a Star Wars reference on the name. So That's awesome. That is that is awesome. Anything with a Star Wars reference in it is actually I'm going to have to go and say that's a win. Uh, yeah, no, I got I got one over. No, actually, there's a lot of uh, hidden Star Wars references in literally every single song. So, no kidding. Yep. Every, okay. I have trouble. I have a. I usually have a writer's block quite a bit when I'm writing lyrics, and if I could just get a song title, then I'll just base the song off of that. So every single song on the record is is a line or a word or something uttered by a character in a Star Wars movie. Really? Yep. So I've been listening to the songs that um, that I was sent, and, you know, I loved them all, but now I love them even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. Whatever works. Right? Yeah, whatever sells. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm looking at like the ones I I I, I was at not dead not yet. Yep, uh, Obi Wan said that. We must be cautious. Yep, Obi Wan said that. Yeah, as well. yeah. A, a domain of evil. Yoda. Yep, and uh, see you in hell. That's a uh, Han Solo, right? Yep. Yep, and uh, yeah, it was in Empire Strikes Back. And uh, yeah, and there's even a trilogy of songs on the record that are actually told from the perspective of certain characters in the movie. But you really, with the exception of one of them, you wouldn't know it unless I told you which songs they were and what exactly they were about. Okay. So yeah, there's a, there's a bunch in there. They let me, uh, they let me my my nerd flag fly. But uh, at the at the end of the day, it's like with all that said, it's still just about you know, punk rock, hardcore music. So hell yeah, yeah. Now, all of you have been in other local punk bands, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. For the most part, different, you know, different genres of aggressive music and and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, I, I'm looking at this. and I see that. Uh, you, you, it would, uh, hold on. I lost. Uh, Suicide Machines, Hellmouth. Um, those are. Two, two yeah. of the bigger ones. Yeah, yeah. Are still currently like like our drummer Ryan. Yeah. He plays drums in the Suicide Machines as well, and they yeah. are. Still rolling along, oh, yeah. and uh, Hellmouth is still going, and, and, and Jeff Uberti, our bass guitarist, he plays bass in Hellmouth as well. Oh, right on! And then uh, Telegraph. Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, it's, it's been a while since I've seen Telegraph. I I, I believe I saw saw that uh, saw them with um, at Smalls. Uh, Probably one of the last times we ever we ever did anything, but yeah, that yeah. That, that that one that one's officially been. Uh, Put in the grave, but uh, okay. yeah, that was that was a good time. So, All right, right always... on. Yeah, I, I think uh, you played with uh, Coffin Cats. Yeah, well, we did a reunion show in I think 2011. Yeah, that would, and, that would uh, the that Coffin was Cats it. played as well. It was uh, it was a that was a uh, very crowded night. It was a good time. Yep, uh, I was there, uh, and it was a very great show. Absolutely. So this is this is your first full album right that's uh that you released tomorrow? yeah okay yeah we we started recording it um we had the intention of having it out sometime in uh, like late 2014 oh wow. that's when we started recording okay and uh, it just took us a little while but here it is <laughs> yeah, right yeah hey you know at least you're getting it out uh yeah yeah so 
you've you've I'm, I'm assuming you you've done EPs. I, I know that I, I look that you you've had cassettes out, right? You've done you've done we you've released. We something. had a yeah, we, we, we had a seven inch put out in a label called East Grand Records. They put out a seven inch for us, right? And it was basically we, we we had recorded a demo that we honestly weren't planning on releasing, and then it just had an opportunity and it got out. And then we did some cassettes with an extra song that was basically just EP still. Right. But, uh, you know, it never set too incredibly well with us that we put out what we thought were, uh, you know, solid renditions of songs, but not our, you know, not the finished product. So we're pretty stoked to have, we recorded that material as well as adding to it and put a full length together. Oh, right on. Yeah. So I, if the, the four songs I, you know, that I was sent are any reflection of the rest of the album, I, I, I have to say you have something solid right there. The rest of the songs are crap, but we oh, gave you the oh. best ones. So. <laughs> no. no, you know, I, honestly, I, I, I'm going to say that, uh, you know, just speaking for myself, I can't speak for the rest of the guys, yeah. but I've uh, been involved in music for decades now and I've had the opportunity to release lots of different stuff. Okay. And this one, uh, honestly, uh, I feel the best about it, and I'm most proud of it. So uh, I think maybe just as a, you know, when you get into you, when you become an older gentleman, and you're, you know, some of the guys in the band are in their late 30s, some of us are in our mid, mid to mid to middling 40s, and uh, you just have a different perspective on things. Right. You know, oh, absolutely. It, it starts being more about uh, seriously being just about the music and just having fun, and and you know, and then next thing you know, everything just feels different. But then at the same time, when it's just about the music and just having fun and you don't have any delusions of grandeur, uh, you take your time and it takes you two or three years to record a record. So. Right. The Catch-22. Yeah, absolutely. So in addition to doing um, Rebel Spies, you uh, you also host a podcast, correct? I, yeah, I do one as well, although if someone was trying to find a new episode in the last month, they would think I wasn't. But uh, yeah... Uh, I uh, dabble in podcasting, and it's it's a good time. It's fun. Internet radio is cool. It sure shit is, man. I love it. Uh, this here, and I'm on. Uh, I've moved my show from a, another internet station to, to this one, uh, New Radio Media, which is pretty fresh. We have several different channels. In fact, we have one that's 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 strictly we call Geektainment. So it's all it's all nerd stuff. So oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, that's why I mean uh, that's that's where I kind of uh, I nestle in, in in that nerd area uh, without being one hundred percent nerdy. It's just I always tell people it's a show for people who like the same shit I do, and I just keep it simple like that. But but yeah, no, as you know, as you obviously know, uh, it, it's it's uh, still a growing medium. It is, uh, and uh, it's it not even come close to reaching its full potential. And uh, I love it; it's fun. And like I said, you get the freedom to do. You, you could, if someone says, if someone's grandma says, I'm going to do a podcast about crochet, and she, she can do it. Yeah. And they know, and she'll probably find listeners. So it's really cool. Absolutely. And like you're saying, that the, the, this hasn't reached its full potential, especially like the, you know, the whole nerd, I like call nerd movement, movement, that it's now it's okay. You know, there are a lot of people that would like, oh, I don't want to talk about me. I'm into this. You know, I don't want people to make fun of me and call me a nerd. Now it's like, fuck you. Uh, yeah, I'm a nerd. I, I, I love Star Wars. I watch Star Trek. I, you know, I, you know, whatever. You know, people, it, yeah, people, people are more inclined to let their nerd flag fly. And, uh, you know, it's it's cool. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's bittersweet because I am going to be 47 here in a month. So there was a time where uh, I was frowned upon. For everything I held dear, and so uh, <laughs> part of me is like, I'm glad to see this happening. She's really cool. There's another part of me that's like, well, fuck you. Why, well, you know, you didn't like me 35 years ago, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's great. It's, no, but it really, really is cool. And uh, you still find people trying to find their way around it. They'll say they read graphic novels, and you say, oh, you read comic books. Like I don't read comics. I read graphic novels. It's like, oh, okay, whatever, bro. But uh, yeah, it's it is it is what it is, and it's out there. And uh, yeah, it's. It's cool to see that uh, people, because uh, people sometimes find their way into that world because they didn't fit in somewhere else. Right and now, that it's so widespread, and it's you still, it's still, it's not as accessible as you would think, but it's still more accessible. It, at least now, through 
social media and through the fact that there are movies out there and TV shows and it's widespread entertainment you know, industries involved in this, it gives people more of an opportunity to find others like themselves. Right. So maybe there still aren't millions of people out there that are into nerd shit as much as people like us. Maybe it's easier to find the ones that are, though. So right. you know, when I grew up, I spent a lot of time really alone. But uh, when I, now that I'm in... Uh, now that I'm older, I find so many people that I, my age, they didn't reveal they were nerds back then. I'm like, oh shit! And, uh, so it's cool. Yeah, I'm finding out so like now how many people actually play Dungeons and Dragons. You know, they they've been playing it since they were in high school, and it's like you're in your forties now, and no one would ever have known. You know, like well, yeah, because we did it in secret. You know, yeah, yeah, we didn't want to get our asses kicked, and it's like, well, well, no, but. I've- I haven't played a, I haven't played a D and D campaign since 1987, so it's been 30 years, and a day still hasn't gone by that I don't wish I uh, find a group of people to play with. So. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't have the time anyway. So right, so. yeah, that's same here. But let um, let me ask you about this as as far as uh, with uh, people letting their nerd flag uh, fly. There are some in this community that are like they're pretty much elitists. You know that that uh, they don't want other people to to encroach upon, you know their beloved um, whatever. How do you feel yeah. about that? I mean, does... uh, you know, uh, I don't really give it too much thought simply because I don't have any time for them. Good, and, and you, you'll find that. Yeah, you know, I find that I find that in in music as well. Yeah. There are people that that find that their particular style of music puts them up. Okay, let's put it like this. Uh, I always tell people, like, people ask me now, how, am I excited about Rebel Spies? Am I excited about the show? Are my nerves that people are going to show up? And I'm like, I, uh, I spent a better part of, uh, of uh, 10 years in a ska band. I'm used to people treating me like shit and not liking <laughs> the style of music I'm involved in. There's nothing that can shock me now. So Right. Uh, so, but, yeah, I mean... Uh, there are elitists. There are people that think, uh, you know, they got their nose up there. But hey, you're going to find it anywhere. And you know, at, at, at the end of the day, um, I mean, I even I work in a comic book store. Oh no and shit! So I, and so it's like, you know, I meet people all the time that are like that. But more often than not, I find that uh, most people aren't like that. And the ones that are, you know, uh, you know, more power to them. Right. That's what it takes for them to feel good. Right, you know, you end whatever. Up, end up being like the comic book guy on on, on the Simpsons, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, you know, that's an extreme exaggeration. But those those people to that extent do exist. But yeah. you know what? It's you know that's what it, that's what it, that's what they need to uh, you know yeah, keep what, going. Right. <laughs> whatever. Whatever helps them sleep at night. Yep. <laughs> now, as like for me, I've, I've I've been a concert promoter for years. You know, I, I book mainly like the like rockabilly, psychabilly bands, and some punk bands, and I, and a few ska bands. Uh, so I understand, uh, what, you know, like the shit that ska bands get. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. I I I I feel for you guys. Uh, <laughs> I used to. Well, yeah, yeah, you know if. I'm not quite sure. I've never really been able to put my finger on it, but if if uh, if something you're into allows you to kind of tap into uh, a goofy side yeah. and, and take it seriously, uh, then you know for some reason it doesn't seem to uh, a lot of people frown upon it. And I I, I don't get it. Like I can't even I honestly can't even probably have a good conversation about it because I don't get it. Right. I don't have any. I don't have any guilty pleasures. Right. I like what I like. Yeah, and, and that is that is that, and I don't need, you know, I've never, I shouldn't say I never needed to uh, have people, you know, like what I'm doing. Right, uh, I'll admit, you know, there's been times you're like, you know, goddamn, I wish, uh, you know, people, you know, weren't acting like that. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, you, you just, you, I just can't wrap myself my head around the idea of of uh, hating on someone for, for uh, I mean, if someone's, you know, out there, you know. You know, the swastikas and you know and and, yeah. uh, and and raping and killing. I don't like what they do. No, it's not, no cool. not at all. But no. I mean, uh, you know, that's you know. But if someone just likes uh, some shitty music, well, well, <laughs> I hey, I like it. You know, Kid Rock just sold out that one joint over there, the Little Caesars Arena. How many days in a row? Six. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, you know, more power to them. Yeah, people with shitty uh, shitty music, uh, you know, taste. They, they need to you know have to 
go out sometime too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And you know, I don't, I don't understand why people shit on ska because how can you not listen to ska and like you know, it, it's it's just there's for some reason it's it's like the only music I can think of that that even if the the song the the subject matter of the song is kind of sad, it still sounds happy. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a genuinely there's a. Uh, there's a good feel to it. Right. And, uh, matter of fact, uh, some old friends of mine, uh, Mustard Plug, I mean, they have been doing it for uh, 26 years now. Right. Or just finishing up 26 years. And I took my daughter, her first show ever, she's three years old, I took her to see Mustard Plug That's at the awesome. DIY Fest the other day. That's awesome. And she danced the entire set, and it was so cool. We, my wife and I just sat back. And we watched her dance, and she had a blast, and she tapped into the, just the good feeling of the music. And she could have done that for anything, but I'm just saying, you know, she did it for them, and it was nice. It, it, and tears in my eyes, because I yeah. shit, the first time I ever booked the show ever was booking Mustard Plug uh, back in 1993 at Blondie's. Oh, God, and, uh, Blondie's, wow. So, so, like, you know, to see now my three-year-old dancing her ass off yeah. to Mustard Plug to ska music, so I mean, yeah, it, it, ska music definitely is a uh, is a good feel. But you know, at the same time, uh, you know, uh, everyone um, everybody, people have their taste and they don't you know things they they like and do not like. Yeah, you know, but just dislike something without having to. Uh, you know, yeah, get get elitist about it for sure. They like I, to you know they use the word you use there. I agree, and you know what I have to say, you, you know, for, that's one hell of a a band to see for the first show. Yeah, you know? no, it was cool that yeah. that was what she ended. Yeah. Her, her first show in the womb oh. was Hellmouth, but her, her <laughs> first show out of the womb was Mustard Plug. So, you know, there's two ends of the spectrum there. So, yeah, well, and I just, you know, now I got to get her out to a Rebel Spy show, get her some of your plugs, and, and have her come see Dad, you know, do her thing with uh, the guys. She, uh, she calls our guitarist Tony her boyfriend. So, uh, <laughs> she, she loves Tony. So, and, uh, you know, it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to actually sharing that, you know, with with my kids. So that's gonna be cool. That's awesome. You just just the one. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I waited a long time. To have yeah. a kid, and uh, and I got a I got a good one. I got lucky. So good. But, uh, yeah. And, and she's 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 a blast. You know, I, the other day I was driving to the babysitter, and I had uh, my uh, my phone, you know, coming to the my. my my iPhone, my technology. I have this iPhone. I'm cool and uh, <laughs> playing music. Whatever. Anyways, long story. Uh, Skulls came on by the Misfits, and she was singing along. You know, and she was doing the inflection of every time the Skulls. And I'm like, oh, awesome, cool. <laughs> they realize she learned the song, but she she really picks up on music, and it, it's cool. It's cool to see young, you know, kids still getting into you know stuff like that. So absolutely, man. Man, you know, it gives me some. And she hope. likes Rebel Spy. She she knows she sings all those songs too. Good. I, you know, I I, tor- I thought you know, like most parents, might torture their kid with their music. She actually likes mine, so uh, I'm stoked on that. So the, I, I I recorded her singing along. Uh, and I actually just did a we just demoed a new song for our next release, and I had her uh, sing backup on it. So that was oh, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Three years old and singing backup on Dad's record. Yep. Yep, she's singing back up on a hardcore punk song. So yeah, even yeah, even better. <laughs> all right, so tomorrow's show is an all ages show, right? Yes. Awesome, and it is at yeah, at the uh, the sanctuary, uh, sanctuary Detroit. It's on. It's one five zero one Outer Drive. I have to make sure I get out that out there. But uh, right. yeah, uh, at the sanctuary, uh, I've not been there yet myself. I'm looking forward to it. Nor have I. Our bassist Jeff, he loves it there. And uh, so, yeah, we're pretty stoked that it's going to be there. Awesome. Yeah, that's not a venue I've been to. Most of the the, the, the shows that I've booked, I did at Smalls. Uh, which... Yeah, I used to work there. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, right on. Okay. Yeah. Uh... And, then, you know, and, and the bar scene, you know, like, that's just it. We, uh, there's plenty of bars with, that are venues, you know, venues with bars. Yeah. Bars with venues and blah, blah, blah. But uh, and we, we played nothing but... A lot of our shows have been in places like that, which has been great. Yeah. But we were like, you know, for our our record release, we kind of wanted to. We thought about, oh, well, when we first got into because our style of music is something that's like the late '80s, early '90s. Part the shows we went to were in basements 
and halls and like the grounds coffee house and uh right yeah oh yeah we, we were like you know for let's just tap back into that that youthful spirit and uh max over the sanctuary that's definitely what he's got going on is just you know it's a space for bands to play Good. And 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 that, and that's what we really wanted to uh, be a part of for this. Was I'm really looking forward to just you know reconnecting with that that sense of it all. So. Good, yeah. You know, I that that that's something that I kind of I I kind of miss those um, those shows that were just just spaces. You know, uh, like 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 a basement show or a hall show. You know, I it, it's. I remember when I was younger going to just house shows out and to be like in the middle of, of uh, some subdivision out of God knows where, you know, or right. in some neighborhood in, you know, in, in, in Warren or, or, you know, occasionally in Detroit. And like some of those were, were even those were just were fun. But like going to like some of these DIY venues, some of them weren't even like like legal, you know, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I remember, like, like the twenty five hundred club, which was open for I don't know how long. Well, wasn't supposed to be open, you know. Uh, and going to shows there, and then it finally getting shut down. I mean, that was probably like the closest thing to being like a bar, but at, at a DIY venue, but uh, right. but more of like a, a I guess a blind pig. But you know, a lot like we were, uh, I was actually talking uh, last uh, this Tuesday on the show about some of these venues they're just disappearing you know the these places like what do you want to call it a blind pig or a DIY venue or or whatnot that there's a lot of them that we, we would used to go to and you're a few, couple years older than me but you know we've probably been the these shows special and makes the shows of the past so special because they were in someone's house, and they don't live there anymore, or they were at a hall that learned not to rent to those goddamn punk rock kids anymore. You know, I had a space that, you know, is just closed down now because it's in a part of town no one 